That Naturopathic Podcast. TNP. Hello there. Hi, and thanks for joining us. I'm Dr. Michelle Pobega, naturopathic doctor. And I'm Dr. David Miller, ND, and we hear your frustrations. This show is for you. This show is for you if you're feeling like your current healthcare strategy is not getting to the root cause or the underlying reasons for your health. This show is for you if you've been told that you're fine, but you definitely don't feel very well. This show is for you if you're walking out of your doctor's office with one, two, three, four, or even five medications without any mention of diet, lifestyle, or a long-term game plan. This show is for you if you've got several specialists taking care of you, but no one is really putting all the pieces together. This show is for you if you believe that health should be part of healthcare. These problems have solutions. We know it. Our patients know it. And we want you to know it. Naturopathic medicine is the solution that you should know about. Hey everyone, Dr. Dave here. As you probably know, this podcast is all about getting the word out there that naturopathic medicine has got some serious game. Educating and inspiring our listeners to work towards and achieve better health is what it's all about. But just like it takes energy and effort to invest in and strive towards greater health, it takes energy, effort, and financial support to do all the podcast things necessary to keep this message coming at you. So please afford me a moment to share our gratitude and give a real heartfelt thank you to our show sponsor, Cytomatrix Canada. Their patient focus focused vision of improving health outcomes with the use of high quality naturopathic doctor designed supplements is 100% in alignment with what we're trying to do here at the podcast. Their enthusiasm for supporting what we're trying to do for you, the listener, encourages us to keep producing content that will inform and inspire. Thanks again to our sponsor, Cytomatrix Canada. Hey, welcome to another episode of That Naturopathic Podcast. Today, Michelle, it's all about you. Oh my gosh. Hi, Dave. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have, I have a few things to share today. It's, yeah. So, so what do you want to, what do you want to talk about? Because uh, we had a little, a uh, little, we were putting our heads together before we did this uh, episode as we normally do. And uh, we started off talking about supplement quality, quality supplements or the lack thereof in some conventionally uh, used supplements. But then we thought we'd shift it into uh, what you use in in clinical practice, sort of like your top five tools, supplements. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. I mean, here I think it's no secret that I, I hope it's not by now by listening to Dave and I talk that you know when it comes to naturopathic medicine, we really we really do value that foundational work, and we do value the individualized care. So even though these are my top mm-hmm. five supplements, it doesn't mean everybody coming into my office gets these. They're still Ooh, within yes. an individualized place. And I might use them at a strategic time in their healing process. It's not just like everyone gets these. You get yes. you get Escularity, you get Escularity, you get you know, I'm not Oprah. So um <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, like even I think yes. But it tells you a lot about how you practice, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like, yeah. like I, I told you I just went and looked at like, you know, I looked at the the billing for supplements. I was like, here's the ones I apparently use most often it tells you a little bit about how you practice and and what sort of things you're looking for and and what sort of things you use and then because you use these uh these top five Mm -hmm. most frequently you're gonna have a really good idea of like how they work clinically and maybe give us um some tidbits of of like which ones you use when in what types of patients yeah um but we're gonna yes i think the good disclaimer you gave there's like there's not like a everyone gets this, everyone gets that sort of formula, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. There's a time and a place for everything. And, you, and, and as naturopaths, you and I understand that it's up to us to, to help guide the person to take the next best step based on their healing journey. And sometimes it means 
changing the supplement or taking out of an old faithful mm-hmm. and adding in something that's better for where they're at in their healing process. So, um, but you know, when it comes to certain, I never want anyone to ever feel like they have to be dependent on a supplement. Like that's, that's important. Cause sometimes you get people coming in who don't fully understand naturopathic medicine and they're like, and they're so sick of being on medication though, but they're like, but I also just want to have to take a supplement for the rest of my life either. And I was like, I get that. I never want you to feel like you have to be dependent on something, but mm-hmm. I do feel like there are some pretty good gold standards that most people need because we do not get enough in our diet to support the demands of our bodies, like mm-hmm. vitamin D, like omega threes, like magnesium. Those tend to be things that like, I think a third of North Americans are magnesium deficient or more based on the statistics. Cause like our foods just don't have mineral quality anymore. So sometimes I think about those kinds of things, but again, it's really where the person's at. But that being said, magnesium is a really strong go-to for me for a lot of clients. Yeah. Um, I think, I think I can, I can corroborate your love for magnesium. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, when, when a nutrient has like 300 functions in the body, I feel like that's a very valuable nutrient for your body to function. And magnesium is one of those stars. And I find in a a world where people have digestive upsets, um, constipation, don't sleep well, get muscle cramps, get muscle tension, headaches, all those things, even poor blood sugar regulation. Magnesium is awesome for all of those things. So I, I find a lot of people are having difficulty sleeping. And sometimes magnesium alone helps the quality of sleep for some of my clients. I remember one client started magnesium and she came back after her first appointment. She was like, how does, how did my, how did I go and go from sleeping like five choppy hours a night to solid eight hours with just this one nutrient? And I was like, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. That, that one is honestly, magnesium is, it's like, it's so commonly used and for good reason, like all those things you're saying are so common. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, and I'd even, there was someone else. I was, oh, I'd even add sometimes useful for migraine, prophylaxis, headaches. Yeah. You said hypertension, I think. Yeah. Uh, no, um, not hypertension. Oh, restless legs is another one for, for sleepings. Yeah. So, uh, there's so many, I mean, I, I tell people too, it, it supports inhibitory neurotransmission, which is a sort of, you know, nerdy way of saying, I, it's not like a hypnotic, it's not going to like force you to sleep, but it does help, you know, facilitate sleep yeah it calms you the f down so you can naturally mm. fall asleep better it's like the it's like the calm the calm down button gets kind mm. of turned up a little bit the volume turns up a little bit on calm down moment it's such a good and, one too because i mean you can do other things to maybe help people call i have a patient she's still she's still buying from me i think seven eight years later she's still buying gaba <laughs> and i don't yeah. even use gaba that much anymore um but you know magnesium is a good one to try first assuming you know everything else sort of checks out because it helps so many other things that's it as well right so it's kind of like almost foundational i find that people are still revving high at the end of the day like cortisol is still especially in the after the last two years i feel like people are just wired and having such hard time sleeping and i like you i would prefer to reach for something like magnesium that has so many layers of benefits to it mm-hmm. rather than say like a cortisol balancer or court align or something that brings down cortisol because if the magnesium alone helps calm them down mm-hmm. then i'm golden i don't want to reach for something more expensive more complicated especially if they're on medication if this one nutrient can begin to change the course of action for things so i like magnesium a lot and i usually use a magnesium bisglycinate especially if i'm adding it at the end of the night for sleep with the addition of the other benefits 
Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. What's what sort of um, what sort of doses are you often? Again, you don't have to. This is not for everyone or or whatever. Mm-hmm. But is there anything you're you're uh, extra careful about with dosing, or is there like a most common sort of dose for, for that you find yourself prescribing? Do you want to co- comment a bit on that? Uh, I usually give people two to four hundred milligrams before bed, and I find that's my sweet spot. It really depends mm-hmm. on them. When you start to get higher than that, it can maybe even loosen the stools. And I don't want anyone to ever have anything come out of their body too aggressively. Um, but if someone, for whatever reasons, therapeutically need more magnesium, then I would divide their dosage. So if I need to do like 600, then I might have them do one with breakfast two before bed, or I'll play with the dosages that way. So it's not all aggressive all at once and causing mm-hmm. too much insults to like loosening the bowels. Yeah. Um, but I find, I find the glycinate tends to be a little bit more gentle on that, you know, different, different magnesiums, like the citrate, like, you know, that one's a good one to improve bowel movement specifically. I don't use the oxide cause that's purely like almost laxative effect. And I don't find that it's valuable for anything else. You lose the benefit of really the magnesium being absorbed for the rest of the body. I find, um, those are my two go-tos. I don't use a lot of magnesium malate. Um, I find that's more specific for like that fibromyalgia or people who need to have increasing mitochondrial production. And I don't get at this moment, I'm not aware of any of my clients specifically needing that. So mm-hmm. I tend to go with the glycinate the most. Yeah. That's a, that, that is a perfect example for me of, of, uh, where often I, I, I sometimes we really do split hairs and I, I love having people on who know how to split hairs on, on, you know, which magnesium to use. But for me, as a very, I, I'm like the most boring naturopath I say all the time, but like, I feel like most people are going to do, if you need magnesium and I, I could, I look, I could be wrong. And this is, you know, that's the danger of recording things. You might look like a fool later, but I could, I could be wrong, but I would think that if you need magnesium, I don't think it's going to be an absolute night and day difference. If you have glycinate or malate. It could really be, and I, and I would gladly be shown to be wrong, but I think if you need magnesium, you know, a magnesium is probably going to help and it could be a bit of splitting hairs after that. But yeah, magnesium, I, is, that, I agree. is that, okay, cool. Like, I agree. I agree. Good. At least one I, person agrees with me, at least. <laughs> I agree. I agree. But if it's like a condition specific where like magnesium and a source of malic acid is specifically good for Krebs cycle, mitochondrial function, fibromyalgia, I'll probably gear my, my line of work towards that. But for the general public, I find a magnesium bisglycinate mm-hmm. is usually just my go-to mm-hmm. personally, personally. Mm-hmm. Right. But Okay, so magnesium's up there in the top yeah, five. Yeah. Is there, should we should we pull anything else out of magnesium? Or are you are you happy with with? No, I uh, think I'm, I'm satisfied. Okay. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, it's a beauty. <laughs> it really is a beauty. That's one it that I I would say is up there for me too. So yeah, yeah. What else is up I, there for you? Uh, B complex, like a good quality B complex vitamin. Um, I find that again, it's supply versus demand issue. Most people are running if their adrenals being challenged probably higher than they should or we are designed to have challenged and again it's a it's a fueling the demand and your adrenal glands are your stress glands for the audience who isn't necessarily medically inclined um and those are what help us regulate our day-to-day stress resiliency and a lot of us are running on fumes um and magnesium is another one that helps with our adrenal function so um a b complex during the day can start to really pave the way for people to start to feel better, but also like a good B, a good B complex supports liver function. So if I'm seeing people with fatty liver, I want to get something that has a good concentration of like 
choline and acetal B6. Um, if I have somebody who has like hormonal issues, I want to make, you know, the, the good B vitamins also support that like your B5 and B6s are good for that. You know, for detoxification, we need to have our methylating donors in there for hormone function too, which are your, your methylcobalamin, which is a B12, the active form of B12, 5-methyltetrahydrofolate, which is the active form of folic acid. Do not grab something that literally just says folic acid on the label. We'll get to that later. Um, and so, so, so those kinds of things are, are really important, but I find B vitamins just give energy. B2 is good for migraines and headaches. Like I love a B vitamin. I really do. And people just feel, they feel like just like a little bit more lift in, in their day when they have a good quality B when they're feeling drained. Maybe I'll have to try it again. I, I don't use um, like I think I used to use maybe more some of the beast. There was a NFH made like B6 mm-hmm. SAP. Yeah. And, yeah. And those. They, have a, and I, they have a, they have a B5, a B6 and a B complex. And those are the ones we carry. And Cytomatrix recently, shout out to our sponsors, um, mm-hmm. recently came out with a bio B6 matrix and a B, a bio B matrix HP high potency. And both of those have like really nice quantities. And they also have really good quantities of like the choline and inositol in there, which I really like. So I, I liked those. I didn't, I don't use like just, just transparent. I don't, I don't use many of these anymore, but I did like those for quite a period of time because they gave you like a focused higher dose of, of the mm-hmm. one. And mm-hmm. then you still get the supportive right. other. It was kind of like, kind of like the same idea of when you get like a standardized extract where it's like, okay, we know this one part of the plant is very, very important, but the rest of the plant is also important. Um, right. Just so like, just, just like ascorbic acid works better when you have the other antioxidants in the whole fruit versus just ascorbic acid in isolation, same thing, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's the balancing act because there's so many moving parts to how our body works. Yeah, this yeah the I'd yeah maybe we'll chat some other time more about B B vitamins because it's something um it just doesn't it doesn't fit in my day to day. It's, it's just cool because we have just totally different ways of practicing as naturopaths, right? Which is, which yeah. is a strength. I find it's a strength and, uh, and not just, uh, you know, we're not just the same cookie cutter. Um, and it's not approach. a matter of who's right, who's right and who's wrong. Yeah, and exactly. You could also just attract a different clientele and people's needs are different based exactly. on who I attract versus who you attract. So exactly. I, I, uh, I, I'd, I'd like to talk to you again, uh, maybe about B, B vitamins more specifically, because I, I feel like I've moved so much towards the treatment of organs mm. that I've, I've forgotten some of the important, like there's some good old, old studies on like how important B6 is specifically for like, and it has a bit of a, you can, once you see enough, like, uh, either patients or you learn from like the old boys or old girls, like the masters, or you see enough uh, research, you get, okay, B6 is kind of good for this type of, yeah, this type of thing, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, B, B vitamins, my God, so important. B6 is a nice one. I really do enjoy it. B6. <laughs> I do. No, yeah. it, it is, it is. And, and, and uh, do you, do you see it as uh, important for like the things that come to mind for me as, again, I'm being very forthcoming as a person doesn't know that much about it. Um, I think of hormones. I think of neurotransmitters with B6. Would that be sort of like rough areas of influence? Yeah. And adrenals and fatty liver. Yeah. Fatty liver. Yeah. I think there's a few fatty livers out there that people don't know about. Oh, there's a lot of fatty livers out there that people don't know about. Like it's it's getting, it's getting more normalized because I think it's coming more people have it. 
So the doctors are just starting to be like, well, that's just normal as you age now. Like it's, but I can tell our audience, it's it's not normal. It's not normal, (laughs) guys. It's It's not not normal. (laughs) But I remember when I ended up getting a client came to see me a couple of years ago and I think it was my first fatty liver. And so that's why I was looking it up and I was like, oh, B6, another shining star moment for you. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, So, Mm -hmm. so uh, a B complex and mm-hmm. magnesium, I think you're mm-hmm. gonna you're gonna run into very little resistance in the naturopathic community about those choices. I think likely, likely. Okay. Another one that I love. Now we're gonna get into my gut health, my 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 love of all things gut. Um, shout out to as a as like maybe like the sixth the sixth strangler add-on is like shout out to Cellium really quickly because you and I <laughs> both love that as like a just a basic fiber. I, I try not to think of it as a supplement as is just part of someone's morning routine. Right. Like their morning water routine. You mix a little something, you drink it down and it's down the hatch. I, I you know, I don't always it's think of it as a fertilizer for your colon. Yeah. I love it. And it, it creates a nice poop, man. Like it's who doesn't like a good poop. Um, so my, my actual number three though, is as Boulardi, good old Saccharomyces Boulardi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's a, she's a star. I think I prescribed at least one this week. Yeah, it's it's a pretty common one at our at our clinic. What's what do you love about S. Boulardii or S. Boulardi or however we're probably you know butchering Mr. Boulard's name, but anyway, S. Boulardi. What do you love about it? I love because it's that a it yeast can... probiotic. It's weird. It's yes, yeah, but it's non-pathogenic yeast, so it doesn't add to the insult. It actually helps protect, and I find it just so useful. Like if someone's going traveling, I was like, take an S. Boulardi with your standard probiotic. You had an infection, take some esbulardi. You had to use antibiotics, here's some esbulardi. Like it's just such a good thing to help re revamp the terrain in a positive way of the intestinal tract and help fight off against any kind of infectious pathogens. Um, helps with H. pylori, helps with yeast overgrowth. I find it's also one of those things that doesn't seem to aggravate a SIBO client. It tends to not be an issue for that when it comes to trying to get the terrain back up to check. Um, and it also improves um, intestinal healing, right? Like yeah. it, it also helps with um, not just the microbes, but the actual like integrity of the intestinal tract itself. So it's a, it's a, it's a winner for me. Yeah. I've got a, a chart entry for uh, Espoulardi saved with, with the nerdy reasons why, uh, including pathogen. This is for the nerds out there. I love it. Hit me. Pathogen exclusion, Mm. antimicrobial properties, immune modulation, (laughs) trophic effects, and uh, increases secretory IgA. What a beautiful, what a beautiful little microbe. (laughs) It is. It really is. It's uh, it. The one cool thing about it that I think is worth noting, and I, uh, the patient who I gave it to today, uh, she reminded me of this because she's she's looking for um she's asking about a, a microbe uh you know probiotic that that will colonize and stay this one doesn't and i think that's important to know uh for people who take it that uh espulardi it only works as it goes you know from mouth to anus uh it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't uh stay in the system it just works as it goes right. along and when it's gone say good night uh, but like th- news, new, newsflash to our listeners, most standard probiotics don't really colonize. They're often transient. Yeah, yeah. I, this one but, has no chance, I guess. Is, yeah. is what I'm, this, yeah. 
some stick around for a bit, yeah. like maybe maybe your bifidobacteria and lactobacilli yeah. and all those. But yeah, these guys but are I, just coming along. They're they're causing a good ruckus while they're there. Yeah. But then, and so they like that's, peace out. <laughs> yeah, and that's why you have to keep they. That's why if you look at dosing regimens with them, usually you have to stay on SP for yeah. a while. I like it. It's almost like they come in, they do their work, they do a mic drop, and then they peace out. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. Just like, I did my work here. Thanks, exactly. <laughs> and and also maybe maybe I mean some of the stuff I think we use very uh, frequently is really really maybe the only only uh, supported by like a lot of traditional or clinical you know mm-hmm. learning from other naturopaths whatever. But that one has been studied since I think the 1940s or 50s. So I mean there's some there's some big time for the for the uh more right-leaning people out there who want more conservative proven stuff this stuff's proven you you look for a study on um uh, you, if you're looking for a probiotic that's well studied espulardi will will meet your criteria there yeah it's a it's a she's a beaut um she is a beauty She's a beauty um okay. i would say that another super popular product of mine and i would I, I think it's like a trifecta i'll kind of interchangeably use these three um but it's always a liver gallbladder supportive remedy no surprise to our imagine audience, that I imagine <laughs> um but i tend to use these drop ones um there's from biomed there's one called ahepatica which is liver and digestive support so i find that it's almost like a little bit of a digestive bitter um, so using it before meals, it's really helpful, but it has a very specific liver gallbladder kind of supportive property. They also have a remedy called Cardis, which I find is a, even a little bit more specific to bile and gallbladder. Um, so if I'm finding people who have like fat maldigestion or fat issues and, or even constipation, the Cardis can really help because bile is a lubricant, right? So helping stimulate that. Or sometimes I've been using R7 from Dr. Reckwig um, as drops just to get things moving. Um, and it's, it's not a pill. It's like a couple drops, you know, and, and I find that's nice for people, especially if I have people who are very sensitive, I don't always want to put them on anything massive. And then the thing with drops is we can start them low and slow and they can gradually increase their dosage based on how they're feeling. Cause some people are very sensitive, right. And I'll get people being very hesitant because there's a lot of anxiety because of past experience with X, Y, and Z. So the nice thing about these drops is that they have a little bit of control over their dosing. And that gives people a little sense of security around that too, which is nice. Okay. So I mean, I, I would say it sounds like uh, for your for your fourth choice here, you're picking a, a couple of you have a couple of different options for mm-hmm. a, for a for a kind of but they, the thing they have in common is, is sort of what you're trying Correct. to affect, right? Correct. And sometimes if I'm out of stock on one, I'll just grab one of the others because I know they'll still do the job. You know, it's one of those yeah. things that I can do it, but interchangeably. And I, I'm going to I'm going to dice that one up a little bit or tease it out a little bit. So because it's something I said, even in the clinic a couple of times to people this week, what you're talking about there, which um, some people, because I always, I, I'm like uh, devil's advocate is how my brain thinks. That's why I do <laughs> what we do. I'm like, someone might say, hey, that's a bit loosey goosey, Michelle, what you're going to use this one and you're going to use this one. I, I will yeah. say what's more important is knowing where to uh, where roughly to focus, maybe not laser precision of this particular uh vitamin mineral supplement is specifically exactly what you need. That's nice when that happens. Yeah. It's it's nice when it happens, but say Michelle or I have, um, I think of a 
example this week. Oh, I had, I had a woman come in and she had uh, uh, liver tenderness. Mm-hmm. She's got, so like I just did physical exam and then I did my osteopathic evaluation and it drew me to the liver. Um, she's got um, other issues traditionally associated, you know, as a naturopathic doctor with liver congestion or torpor, like the old boys and old girls would have said. Um, and then her labs showed uh, elevations in, in liver enzymes. Mm. So the most important thing for her was, was to get something that supports the liver function, helps the cellular mm. function of the liver, helps maybe blood flow to the liver or, or um, just, you know, drainage of the liver, whether it's yeah. lymphatic or venous drainage. Like, But you get the idea. We're going on the liver here because it's, we felt it. We got labs. We got signs and symptoms. Boom. It's the liver. The Holy grail maybe would be to find the perfect supplement specifically for whatever is going on. But I think our job as, as good naturopaths is to get you close, like to know that that's where to focus our energies, our intervention. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think the other thing to note is that there's a lot, there's a lot of really fantastic companies that make supplements that are quite similar but they have their own little spin and there's a lot of liver remedies out there. So somebody yeah. else could very well see the same person that I do yeah, and have a very specific liver remedy. And it still freaking gets the job done because you're both focusing not- on the right thing. Correct. We're focusing that's- on what we want to address on a liver level versus yeah. the, the specific that's product. What I was getting at. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what the product is if it does the job. Yes. Right. Um, Most importantly is to know where yeah. to focus your energies, your interventions. Yes. And that's why it's nice to work with a naturopath. And like right now with supply chain issues, I've had to pivot on the spot and be like, okay, so that's on back order. Never know when that's coming in. So what can I do instead? Yeah. And like it's, it, so it's nice to be able to have like a plan B. Yeah. Should we need it? Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. I think that I'm glad that just sort of came up sort of organically because it's a really important thing that, that um, I hope patients realize when, when you're, when your naturopath is, is saying that this or that product, it's not, it's not fluff. They know where to, hopefully they know why they're focusing on that area. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, my number five, last of the list. She's a special one. Uh, she's, 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 I feel like I said that about all of my products. (laughs) She's another feminine product. I don't play, I don't play favorites, but I pretty much played favorites with each of my products. Okay. Um, it's called biotoxin binder. And when I came in as a guest and talked about my parasite protocols with you, Dave, we touched on this particular product and we get it from a very specific company from the States. And the reason I like this is because it's a, it's a binder. So when I'm doing much more of a, a heavier microbial elimination protocol my intention is always to make sure that the body's sweeping up cleaning up and eliminating thing, everything as best as possible and creating the least amount of like perksmer detox reaction or side effects from that detoxification protocol because when you re- when you kill off any kind of microbe they release their own garbage into your body and then your body has that to clean up as well and that could be difficult just in and of itself for the healing process so this one is called biotoxin binder it's an active carbon binder so it's a little bit different from activated charcoal i find activated charcoal is a little bit harsh and you have to really be careful about spacing it around stuff because it absorbs just pretty much everything bentonite clay I think is great but I find it's a little bit too dehydrating and then you have to be careful about the dosaging of that where this one seems to be not an issue for those kinds of things but it helps like 
Um, it can help trap or absorb things in the intestinal tract so that you can eliminate them better, like viruses, even fungal issues, mold, mycotoxins. Um, apparently, it can help with heavy metal detoxification um, and any kind of die off from parasites, microbes, or yeast. So, I find this to be a really nice one. And if I have someone who has like a high sensitivity level to any kind of shifts and changes, and this is a nice one to add in to kind of minimize people's detox reactions. Um, I found this to be a very, very helpful product. And it also apparently provides minerals. So apparently it can also improve mitochondrial function because there's an ionic exchange with the body on this. So it doesn't just take, it also gives, which is kind of cool. Which one's, which, which one's doing that? And it's got uh, molybdenum. What I'm seeing here has got molybdenum, um, fulvic acid. Humic acid, fulvic acid, maybe it's the broccoli sulforaphane in there. Okay. I can't remember, but they have them on various, they have various particle sizes. So some things can, some of this will also go in on a, on a blood cleansing level too. Now, whether or not the micro my, mitochondrial thing, I, I can't say for certain, cause I've never used it for that, but what I have used it was to help people's detoxification reactions. I was going to say, I, yeah, let's, let's yeah. focus on, yeah, let's, let's, and I find what we that know is what you use it for, right? That's, that's my focus. So yeah. like, I can't speak on that other side of things. They do list it as one of the things that it can do, but I, I don't have clinical experience with that. So I can't say more on that. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to helping people's detox protocols, cause I've like, and what's that going to look have, like for yeah. someone? Say, say someone uses it versus someone yeah. who doesn't use it. What, what, what's likely the, if you prescribe it, you know, precisely or, or whatever, what, what's it going to look like for the person that uses it versus the person who didn't? It, it kind of just wraps everything up with a nice bow. And it, I feel like it helps ensure the cleaning out process is more effective. So like we can, not have to go in with like guns blazing for such a long period of time because this will just enhance each detoxification moment so that way it doesn't have to be as long of a drawn out process to kill something off and get it out of the body properly and i have had some people who had just really really sensitive detox reactions okay, and then this I've is what i'm getting at what what are what are the detox right, reactions so, that you're talking so, about so some people um extreme fatigue or itchy skin or yeah. headaches or you know bowel issues and gas and bloating and things like that and I find that thus this helps minimize those cool. and when I've now that I've begun to use this um at the onset usually of microbial cleanses especially if nobody's done one before I usually just put it in just to minimize people's reactivity and I find a lot of people I have I have less less of those complaints um, from clients now. Yeah, cool. I, I think, mm -hmm. um, I think these types of binders are, are, uh, I, so I don't use this one, but, but you've again, used I use humic, something. You humic sorry? acid or fulvic acid or. No, or... I, I get some stuff from Germany called zeobent and it's a, it's a combination of yes, a zeolite. Yeah. Zeolite and bentonite one-to-one uh, -one. and man, I went down the rabbit hole. Okay. So let me just say why I'm even bringing this up. Cause it, mm -hmm. uh, again, what you'll see is that we're using different products, but for a very similar, uh, and I remember, I remember you mentioning the zeolite too. And, and I, and, but the product that you used, I was looking it up and it seems to always be on back order. No, the one I get there, they're all the German stereotypes are, are very good for this one. It's they're very, no, but reliable. in the past, I think the, Oh past no, that was a different, yeah, it was a different product. 
Yeah. That yeah. was a Canadian product. It was the only Canadian right. product that I could find that had a natural product number. And I, uh, sorry, I, I'm gonna I'm probably gonna offend whatever. I can't help it sometimes. I was gonna get some zeolite products from the U.S., mm. but I don't trust them. Mm. I don't. the The claims are like off the charts. This the claims are just crazy. There's a lot of liquids, uh, and and it just seemed too. Uh, I don't know. I didn't trust them. So I, I needed a new zeolite that, that cause Canada, there was one by mineral medics. That's who it was. And they, um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought it was good, but it was like eating gravel. So they were reformulating, I think to make a capsule. So it was tolerance was better. Anyway, well, I remember, I remember looking it up and it always seemed to be on back order. So that's yeah, why when you right. said this was, one, I was like, this that's is a, a different new name. Okay. Yeah. Zeobent. Yeah. I get from Germany and I was mm-hmm. saying like all the German stereotypes, like someone signs it when I buy it, some, some, like, I don't know, like someone at the company signs it and affirms this and that. And it's like, I love that. Oh man. It's like, and they are always on time. And, um, I trust because I worked in regulatory and I told you before, um, Mm -hmm. I don't know if we'd weave this in, but I guess I might as well weave it in a bit now. I worked in regulatory and, and the regulatory environment in the, in the United States is very different than Canada, us, Australia, in terms of, um, you know, we, we have to do pre-market authorizations in, in the rest of the world. And in the U S it's, it's not like that. So I'm very, uh, I, I just feel more comfortable using zeal bent than I did, um, getting these liquid zeolites from the U S. Um, so, I feel you anyway. on that too. Yeah. When I feel like I want to find a unique product, I'm kind of just like, all right, if you can just find it on Amazon and it's coming from the States, like, I don't know about like the, the, the standardization and like the third party testing, the quality, wow, like, has great, it gone through any of that? Right. What so. a great transition into the uh, predicted tirade that I wanted to, to pull you into the predicted <laughs> tirade. Oh my God. Michelle, yeah, we, got- were, we, we were thinking about talking about uh, like supplements in general and how to sort of like look for your supplements or what to look for in a quote unquote good supplement. And, you know, man, did we've, we've got you firing in all cylinders about that. Um, do you want to, do you want to talk about what, what got you going with that? And, and, you know, what we found with, what was it? Centrum? What did we find? Yes. So Centrum, here's what, here's, what was this one? Yeah. Let's, let, oh. I went to the health Canada website to look for Centrum for women. Yeah. So we, here's what I, yeah. So here's what I find is, I mean, it doesn't mean that everything that natural, like all the naturopathic high name brand products, like everything is being standardized through the like health Canada and everything has to have an NPN number and it's, you know, and that's, and that's really fantastic. But then something like Centrum vitamin still slips through the crack and it drives me freaking bonkers. And what I usually tell people at the very least, if you're going to buy a supplement, buy it from a supplement company. Don't buy it from a pharmaceutical company that happens to make supplements because then I find the quality of the actual nutrients and vitamins inside just doesn't quite meet the mark. Like I have people coming to me who take materna vitamins and I'm always just kind of like, Ooh, it's not therapeutically relevant dosing. It's not the active forms of the vitamins and the non-medicinal ingredients list drives me mental. Now I started to say something about So, okay, first of all, when we look at, say, a Centrum vitamin, one of my red flags for me immediately is when if I go to their actual website, it gives me the list of the vitamins, but it doesn't show me the non-medicinal ingredients list. And that's a big deal. You can't just look at the actual vitamins list. You have to look at what what are the extras that are added into the product. 
And when a company doesn't fully disclose that, I already start to wonder why. <laughs> I feel yeah. like that's already a little bit of a red flag to me. So I actually had to Google search Centrum Women's Label. And then it even took me a little bit to find one. And I realized that in the past on the labels, they would list the vitamins in the chart and then they would have a non-medicinal ingredients list and they would just list the non-medicinal ingredients list. It looks like they've now melded the two. And I don't know if this is so that people with a less discerning eye will be able to like decipher things and they've just melded it all together so that you don't see the uh, hydrogenated palm oil cracked into the mix there with all the vitamins but when dave did when dave went on to what what was the what was the site that you used dave it's the licensed natural health products database of canada yeah. it's really it's really good i and we can talk about it another time but yeah that's where i got yeah. it from so he went and looked it up because they actually there they finally separate the non-medicinal ingredients list and dave counted 25 non-medicinal ingredients that is absolutely outrageous in my mind. If it has no medicinal relevance, you shouldn't need 25 things that have no medicinal relevance for helping someone's health. And when you read the list, it's like FD&C, red dye, number 40 lake. And uh, another one was the blue, a blue FD&C blue something. And then they also have talc and titanium dioxide and palm oil and stuff I can't even pronounce. Where's another one that I saw? It was a, um, can you bring that list back up, Dave? Oh, yeah. cros, crospovidone. What? I don't even know what that is. Um, sodium metavandinate. That one might be actually a source for the nutrients. Uh, there was some other one, polydextrose. So we have acacia, butylated hydroxytoluene well that sounds good for your health um cornstarch two different kind of food colorings hydrogenated palm oil hypermellulose that's pretty standard for like capsulations magnesium stearate isn't necessarily that's pretty standard for most supplements so that's not super even concerning. some people have a problem with that one i know and, yeah they do but, they do but i mean Mel yeah like like come on multidextrin medium chain triglycerides yeah. modified so, food so, starch it's like a lot so yeah, they have maltodextrin, they have polydextrose, sucrose, and glucose syrup. Why do you need four types of sugar in a health uh, supplement? Looks like there's more. There's trehalose too. Oh, trehalose too. Yeah, cool. So, Perfect. I, this this is what bothers lot. me. That's a lot. It's gross. It actually grosses me out to look at that list. When I feel like if you're going to take a step to try to improve your health, do not neglect to look at the non-medicinal ingredients. And if it actually looks longer than the vitamin content, put it back on the shelf. If there are ingredients you can't pronounce, put it back on the shelf. If you don't know what that ingredient is or what it does, maybe don't buy it until you look it up and understand or talk to a health professional. Um, but I find that it's it's kind of gross. And then what I also find is that from Centrum's, uh, I don't find they use the highest quality vitamins. They use the cheap, the cheapest possible lowest common denominator for sometimes for a vitamin and they use mediocre dosages. They're not therapeutically relevant that I find. So for instance, as I was talking to about my B vitamins here, they say folic acid. And I know everybody's been thought to believe that folic acid is great, 
but folic acid is a synthetic form of the actual vitamin. And research has actually shown that it blocks the receptor sites from your body actually using the active form of the vitamin. So I find that this is to be extremely non-beneficial. Yeah, you get, um, they call it folate trapping in some yeah, people. In some people, yeah. it's, a real, uh, it's a real problem. Um, and then the B vitamin here, it just says vitamin B12 in the supplement facts on the, on the screen that I'm looking at. But when I look it up in the ingredients list, um, the way they have it on the website, it says cyanocobalamin. So cyanocobalamin is probably our cheapest form of B12. Typically okay. your methylcobalamin or hydroxycobalamin are the better versions that your body's going to be more equipped to use with and not have to make any unnecessary byproducts for your body to filter out after. Adenosyl is another one. Yeah, adenosyl hydrox, uh, cobalamin. So I find that that's where I get revved up on my tirade because when I look at this list, it literally makes me want to puke. Like I, I'm like, I'm not even being facetious about that. I'm just going to yeah, like, yeah, 25, 25 non-medicinal ingredients is, is kind of crazy. I have to admit. And I'm sure, um, you, you can, ju- I'm sure they can justify with whatever means be it marketing or whatever, like colors and stuff. Maybe, maybe we are simple enough little creatures that we'll be more likely to buy a multicolored, um, tablet. I mean, yeah. I guess, I guess that's the way it is, but I think what you're saying is, if you, if you don't know what's in it, um, and, and, and you have, you have any questions about that and, uh, you, you want to, you're trying to put good stuff in your body. And this is sort of what we are going to bring it back to as a, yeah. we could go into the specifics, but what, I mean, give us, give us the sort of take home basic thing that we talked about before. Do you remember? If you're going to try something, if you're going to try to do something that, that is good for your body don't add, don't take something like that has 25 non-medicinal ingredients that also is going to add to your toxic burden at the same time. Bam. I think that's the key is that, uh, we, we know that sometimes removing bad stuff is even much more powerful than adding good stuff. And if we're adding a bunch of stuff that has a, some likelihood of sensitive, like sensitivity or toxic load for people, man, I, we, we do have to think twice about that. I just feel like a lot of this stuff is already hidden in so much of our food that if you're going to grab a vitamin, at least grab something that's a cleaner version or the cleanest version that you could possibly grab. So what I usually tell people is don't go to Shoppers Drug Mart to buy your vitamins. Shoppers Drug Mart is for drugs. Let the pharmaceutical companies do their pharmaceuticals. You're going to grab a supplement, go to a supplement store or work with a naturopathic doctor so you can get individualized recommendations that meet your actual needs. Mm -hmm. I like it. Yeah. Wasn't it wasn't as bad of a tirade as I thought it might be, Michelle. I know. I feel like I got all my I blew all my steam and, and the pre-talk. I feel like we need to stop doing that because I- <laughs> <laughs> No, I I but I'm glad you brought it up. It's it's not something I focus on and that's why it's good to have a partner. Um yeah, I, I- I'm glad you you brought it up because toxic load is a is a big thing, whether it's whether it's food and we're you know, we're talking about like organic versus conventional. Like for me, I I I don't see a massive difference in the nutritional aspect of it it's more the fact that organic or non-hybridized whatever has less shit in it and that we don't need any more stuff like my little boy was what he's seven months old now and he was born into this world probably with 200 or more chemicals in him from Fetal cord blood starting. has grown exponentially because of yeah. that and isn't like glyphosate um from roundup has been shown to replace is it glycine the molecule in bile i, I don't even and know so, i don't no, even I 
no, but I think there is something about that replaces a molecule in bile. So bile also has a huge effect on our microbial system as it passes through intestinal tract. And then you have glyphosate, which is an antimicrobial, basically like an antibiotic for our herbicide. And it replaces apparently a component in bile. I was, at, I was doing a webinar and they said this. And as that goes through our intestinal tract, that has a really de deleterious effect on our microbial balance. Now, I have to look into this further, but I wouldn't be surprised, to be honest with you. And we have to think about that. All the pesticides we eat, what is that doing to us? It's going to accumulate. It doesn't just, it's not just going to have a negative response or, or a, no, a non-response. Like, so I think we need to start thinking about the chemical load and the chemical burden on our body. And it's not even that when it comes to the centrum. I think also just the quality of the vitamins as well is just not where I would like them to be in addition to the laundry list for non-medicinal ingredients. So, mm -hmm. but you know, yeah. um, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm personally, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll say I'm most, I'm most worried about the, the crap that's in stuff. Personally, I just, yeah. Toxic load is something we could, maybe we could get a guest on sometime talking about toxic load. We, we, uh, we are dealing with a world full of, of toxicity and, and we need to do everything we can to minimize yeah. it through diet and maybe avoiding crappy supplements too. Yeah, no, cool. I agree. I think that's a good way to wrap up on that one. Okay, Michelle, thanks for uh, leading the way today with your top five and uh, a little tirade on supplement quality. Supplement quality. Okay, we'll talk to you next week. Bye everyone. Bye. That Naturopathic Podcast, TNP. Hello there. Hey everyone, Dr. Dave here. As you probably know, this podcast is all about getting the word out there that naturopathic medicine has got some serious game. Educating and inspiring our listeners to work towards and achieve better health is what it's all about. But just like it takes energy and effort to invest in and strive towards greater health, it takes energy, effort, and financial support to do all the podcast things necessary to keep this message coming at you. So please afford me a moment to share our gratitude and give a real heartfelt thank you to our show sponsor, Cytomatrix Canada. Their patient focused vision of improving health outcomes with the use of high quality naturopathic doctor designed supplements is 100% in alignment with what we're trying to do here at the podcast. Their enthusiasm for supporting what we're trying to do for you, the listener, encourages us to keep producing content that will inform and inspire. Thanks again to our sponsor, Cytomatrix Canada.